0: Filter show. We're live. All right. Welcome to another episode of the filter show. It's been a while. It's episode 57. I'm your host, Phil Cho. And I'm Peter. It's good to be back. Uh yeah, I've been gone for like a month <laughs> yeah. now. I I, I think everybody's while.
1: seen that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah, I was um I was getting ready for uh a short-term mission trip, which I just came back from. So I was getting really busy with with that, but also I was just like getting like a huge wave of commissions, and I just just getting getting burnt out. So I was just focusing uh, on that stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm back, and I'll hopefully I'll I'll, I'll keep uh, keep it up. On, yeah, on I, 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 I knew
1: Phil was back the moment I started seeing Facebook. I was like, "Hey, look! I see a new character. Oh, Phil's back! I better contact him about the podcast."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the um, yeah. I mean, as soon as I got back, I, I or even when I was uh, during throughout, the- were still asking me for commissions. I was like, "Oh man, oh. I can't catch a break." So as soon as I got back, I was like, "All right, just, I gotta gotta get." Back, right back into it, but we yeah, uh, we we gave yeah.
1: we gave Phil a little like a, a week of grace period. Now now we back on the train, so get ready get ready for some more news and, and more podcasts coming out. It's but yeah, good. yeah, how, how was back. Peru, man? How was it? Yeah,
0: Peru was great. Um, uh, for longtime listeners of the show, long time, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not that long. It hasn't been that long, but uh, yeah, last year I went to Peru too, um, and this year I, I went again. I uh, went there for two weeks. It was through my church. And um, so for the first week, I, I stayed at a, a jungle village uh, called uh, Santa Marta. And San San Martin, I think. So um, you can find that on Google. But it's a little jungle village there. And um, they, they actually just got electricity this year because uh, <laughs> – Cause the missionary, um, uh, but they're, they're like, um, they weren't unreached people, but you know, now they, they got stuff going on there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I spent the first week there and it was awesome. And then the second week, uh, I, um, served at a, uh, orphanage that, uh, the missionary working at, at, at the city that, that he lives in. So, you know, not, not nearly as, um, uh. Primitive, I guess, is the word, I should mm-hmm. say. But, um, yeah, he lives in Trujillo, which is, um, it's not, it's not like, it's not like super nice, but, you know, they, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah. I don't Spanish? know how to
0: explain it. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. My, uh, my Spanish, like, my Spanish is so bad. You know, that's one of the things I, I had most difficulty with, like, just talking to people. But, um, but you know, we're humans. We're all humans. That's just, that's enough. You know, you don't necessarily need the same language to to connect. Um, And one of the things is, uh, I think, the and this might make some people uncomfortable, but I think one thing that just bonds all of humanity, (laughs) poop, I don't know what it is, (laughs) but just somehow they just like, they're like, oh, man, they somehow they just know. You're having a hard but, time. But it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's,
1: it's so true, man. It's so true. Like, I was having a conversation with a couple of my friends, and um, let's see, we had it was me, an Indian friend, and a Vietnamese friend, and we were all talking about how poop in our culture meant something good.
0: <laughs> something good? Yeah, in Korean,
1: <laughs> if, in Korean culture, if you dream about poop, right? that means that you're going to get lots of money or money or good fortune is going to come on you. So, you know, it, we were just talking about that. And I was like, you know what? That's so weird that, you know, all the cultures, except for, I guess, American culture, poop is a good thing.
0: That's crazy. I didn't, I didn't even know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but, the,
0: but the reason why I bring that up is because uh, the, the toilet situation there, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so, so different for the, from what I'm used to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, so, well, you know, uh, one thing that I, I realized is that basically in every other country but the United States, you you can't flush the uh toilet paper. They have like a little uh yes. like a trash bin. So you, you wipe and then you just put it in there. I guess the way that the pipings are lined up, it, it can only flush um number two.
1: Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> but but anyway, um uh, at the village I was staying at, they, they don't have toilets there. I don't, maybe some of the villagers uh, had toilets, but but not the not the place we we're staying at. All they had were uh, outhouses. What outhouses are? They're these like structures that they build. They like uh, dig into the ground and they put like. Um... Actually, I don't even know how they built these things. But anyways, there's a little hole that you have to squat over, and then yeah, just let it out and <laughs> check. Put it Good in the hole right there, man. Just let it out oh yeah yeah it's um but you know you know it, the, the interesting thing is like it it felt better that way <laughs> even though like the toilet seat that's like i guess what most people are used to Yeah. you're yeah. just if you're just doing that that poop squat thing it just it just all comes down yeah,
1: <laughs> well i mean apparently that's the natural uh we're going back into the topics of pooping excuses for a moment yeah but Sorry that's like that. that's like the natural way anyway we'll we'll, we'll go away from that. me but so how deal with? I've heard stories from other missions trips that uh, people actually couldn't use outhouses. Yeah, because so they just they yeah. would just wouldn't poop for days and would end up getting constipated.
0: Yes, yeah. So if, <laughs> there was uh, there was someone on the team last year that that happened to. They didn't they didn't go for two straight weeks. That's crazy. Oh my god!
1: Doesn't I've that ne- cause like? Doesn't that cause like? You know trouble in the intestines
0: or oh yeah i mean that person probably needed to get surgery i don't know but yeah. that's i had i didn't know about this until after the trip but i was like that's that's insane but um yeah that's for this,
1: dedication to not <laughs> do that
0: for this year it was like um Cause you know, like the first couple of days, everyone's kind of iffy. They're like, "Oh, this is mm-hmm. weird." So each, each, uh, each time a member went, we're like, we're all like <laughs> applauding them. Like, "Yeah, we got one down.
1: <laughs> good job, um, good
0: so job." Was, yeah, everybody was getting congratulated if they if they let it go. <laughs> um, it took it. it uh, yeah, for me personally, it took me like a day or two. But then mm-hmm. you know, after that, it, it was home. <laughs> 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 Once you can comfortably. comfortably Take a number two. I think that's when you we, when you feel at home. I think that's <laughs> how you can tell you're comfortable.
1: What uh, a great descriptor right there.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, but it was cool. You know, l- last year uh, we did l- a little bit and uh, stuff like that. But, you know, since I can't speak Spanish, that was mostly um, – the people who came with the missionary, like the people from his church, and we were just kind of there to support mm-hmm. and walk around, mm-hmm. um, smile, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but a nice wave everyone to the wall.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. This year was more of just uh, um, encouraging the believers already there. So we didn't do a lot of uh, manual labor, building up extensions to the church, um, and really just encouraging the believers there to to uh, stay firm in the faith, you know, do that uh, evangelistic work and and yeah. stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, man. But you you know, like I, I think um, outside of just outside of the the you know Christian experience, I think even just um, just on the level of it, it, like you know um, diving into a culture that's not your own, no, and that's like um, um, not even that it's more primitive or anything like that. Because I don't want to look down on that mm-hmm. that culture. Um, it was just cool to to be in that lifestyle because, you know, uh, going through that week, I never thought to myself, oh, man, you know, they would be so much better off if they had smartphones or computers <laughs> or something. Because the people there, they they just lived off the land, you know, yeah. like whatever national resources that they had. And, um, you know, they like raised chickens and they had like cows and stuff and they, you know, they just, you know, kill those animals and then eat them. You know, that was, that's just like their, their way of life. Hmm. And um, so, you know, I, I never got the sense that they were lacking or or anything. So I was like, oh man, you know, my perspective of, of the world changed when I, when I was over there because um, you know, also their understanding of like um, like survival or like how, how they get to live. It, it's so different. Um, because they, so they, they literally, they killed a cow for the team that, that went, you know, um, you know, it's not expensive uh, for
1: them. Isn't that like, it is, it is life
0: savings. Oh yeah. So it was a very, like a, um, a very kind gesture towards, um, you know, Mm -hmm. the team that went, it was, so it was, it was was really cool. Pretty, (laughs) it was pretty crazy. Um, (laughs) we didn't have to watch, but I, I was curious. So, so I watched. (laughs) but yeah it was it was crazy they they got they stuck a machete on the back of its um on its head or something Mm but um they they, they knew what they were doing so you know quick and painless yeah quick and painless uh the missionary was saying that people who don't know how to do it they like miss it they miss oh no and then you just hear the the cow just squealing and like suffering yeah so luckily the you know the villagers, they, they knew what they were doing, but yeah, it was just, I feel like, uh, you know, people in those kind of cultures, those kind of societies, you know, more, uh, more, uh, primitive. I don't know what, what word to use, but they, they totally get that something had to die in order for them to, to live. Mm-hmm. And I think like Westerners, you know, people who live in the States, if we want meat, we just go to the store and it's all packaged nicely. And, <laughs> you know,
1: go to our Costco and get way more meat than we actually need.
0: Yeah, we don't we have like different names for the meats, you know. We don't, yeah. we, don't we don't say we eat cow, we eat beef, you know. So <laughs> yeah. there's that whole thing. But yeah, so when I when I went over there I was like, "Oh man, you know this idea that something had to die in order for me to to survive, like, you know, that all that stuff started to make more sense." <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was it was a good trip. Um, you know,
1: all right, try and say something.
0: Is it working? Technical difficulties? All
1: right, yeah, we're back. We're back.
0: OK, we're back. Crew has a um, soft spot in my. Hmm. OK, well, I All right, we're
1: back. All right, yeah. All right, hold on. All right, we're back
0: okay we're back some technical difficulties (laughs) but it's all
1: good yeah we had to switch to skype because uh discord was giving us a little bit of problem so uh sound quality took a little bit of a dip but um hopefully it should be more reliable which is kind of weird saying that skype is reliable
0: (laughs) all right um but anyways yeah it's it's good to be back it's good to be back um Hoping to go back to Peru again next year, too, and maybe um, more more times after that. But I don't know. It's been good. Uh, it's my second time. But,
1: um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise, my month hasn't been as eventful. You know, it's just been a lot of work. So, um, yeah, I mean, glad to, glad that you're back in one piece and that we continue talking about the things we love, ma'am. So yeah. what have you been up to lately? Have you seen anything? Have you have you um, you know watched anything or been reading anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as
0: I got back, I really wanted to watch uh, Planet of the Apes and Dunkirk. So I I got a chance to see those two, and um, I liked them a lot. I liked them a lot. Yeah, I um, saw
1: both of them as well. Oh my goodness, they were some good movies right there. Yeah. W- which one did you like more? You know, I I actually like Dunkirk more you did oh interesting okay more yeah um simply because i thought well because i watched the other planet of the apes and i kind of knew what to expect dunkirk it was like a mind blow because it was such a new concept to me because i'm not a i'm not a big uh war movie fan but Mm -hmm. i fell in love with this movie dude it was so good it was just so good interesting I actually, I actually like Planet of the
0: Apes a little bit more because, really? because yeah, because Dunkirk was too, it was too unconventional, un- unconventional for me. Um, I I get what um, Chris Nolan was doing because basically I, it seemed like he was trying to take the events of what happened at Dunkirk and mm-hmm. and uh, really reduce it down to the event itself. Yeah. So like this movie didn't uh, really focus on, um, any particular story. No, there, there weren't any character arcs. They like, I didn't even know any of the names of the characters. I'm sure they were mentioned, but like the character, there, there was no, um, there was no focus necessarily. It was, it was just about mm-hmm. the event itself and then, uh, and build this building up of tension. And it just like, you know, it was a very intense movie, yeah. um, yeah. So you'll see that kind of uh, filmmaking in, in a lot of his movies, but it was like that, like, you know, drawn out. And one thing that I thought was interesting about Dunkirk was that it's only uh, an hour and 45 minutes yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's not, it's not that long of a movie. I remember coming out of the theaters. I was like, what? Because <laughs> it, it was such an intense movie. It felt longer.
1: I know. You, you
0: know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you know, you know, the thing is, I, I
1: I came out of the movie, and I was with my brother in law at the time. Uh, we we watched it with my dad and mom and and younger sister. And yeah, I came out of the movie. I was like, if this movie was two and a half hours, I don't think I could have made it to the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I it was, was tense the entire movie. Yeah.
0: So and there was um. I don't want to uh, make it sound like I didn't like the movie because I, I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were there were, I guess for me because it's a, it's a war movie, but it's PG thirteen, and it was it was extremely violent, but it didn't capture the like the extreme violence of war that I've seen in in um, like Hacksaw Ridge. Because when I think about like the most recent war movie that I that I saw is, is Hacksaw Ridge, and that movie depicted war violence like I've never seen before. But, you it's, know, I, it's like super. I don't know. It's crazy. But um, Chris Nolan did. He. The way that he handled it was was good. But I guess since I was. Um, after coming out of something like Hacksaw Ridge, I, I guess that's what I was expecting and I didn't get it. Okay. What he would do is he would imply the violence instead of directly yeah. showing it to you. Yeah. Which, you know, I appreciate that too. Uh, I mean,
1: like, you, you see the people, you know, of. Um, I guess it's not. Okay, so they're on, you know, it, there's three sections. There's ground, you know, there's air, and there's navy. Yeah. You know, people die in the worst ways possible. Of course, like you said, they're all implied deaths, but you can fill in the blanks. So right. I thought, I thought that it was extremely, you know, re, you know, not realistic. It was extremely violent in the way that some of these people died. Oh yeah. And, like the way that it was implied at how people died and how many people died at one point in time, or just within a couple seconds of, of it, you know, the, the events happening, I felt that it was extremely like violent.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like sure, yeah. sure, sure there weren't like blood and guts everywhere, you know. It's right. no Tropic Thunder, you know, where that kid's guts is everywhere. It's like, oh God, how do I put it back in? You know, yeah. It, it yeah. wasn't anything like that. But at the same time. I felt like the the violence, it didn't need to be there to be kind of chilling and realistic.
0: Yeah, 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 I, I get that. I get that. I guess, have you seen H- Hacksaw Ridge,
1: though? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm, I'm about to rent that, though. Um, Whenever. Because, oh,
0: I guess there, there are two different um, ways of going about war violence, where... Because you know, like what you're talking about with uh, the way Chris Nolan did it, it, it's it's this implied thing, and it's um, and it works psychologically because your your mind kind of like fills in the gaps, and it it is very um hard to watch. But then the, the way that Mel Gibson does it, I mean, well, he's just you know he's he's notorious for like just crazy violence in his movies, <laughs> the patriot,
1: but, yeah,
0: but um. Like the way that he des- depicts the like the the battle scenes in Hacksaw Ridge, they're they're just insane, and it's so in your face, and it, and it gives you this visceral reaction. Well, and to me that the reaction that I got from Hacksaw Ridge, just like what was going on inside myself, I guess it was it was far more intense than than when I was watching Dunkirk. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. I'm not sure what it is. I, I and I'm not sure how I feel about a, a movie that that doesn't have uh, a focus on characters. I think mm. it's an it's an interesting idea, but just that's just my personal preference. Like, I if the characters are strong, then you know, then I'm yeah. probably gonna enjoy the movie. But you know, this one focused more on the event itself.
1: Yeah, um, but I mean, ha- you know, it didn't necessarily have a focus on character or characters, but you know. It did have those characters that you could kind of follow along. Like they were like, you know, kind of portraying the events going forward. They weren't necessarily the right. focus of the events per they se. They were
0: the uh, point of views.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I I find that I found that kind of different, and I actually enjoyed that. You know, yeah, that that viewpoint a little bit more because it made me feel like I was like right in the action, and it made me feel like oh gosh, I you know I, I'm I know who I'm rooting for. And I don't want you to die, but you know, it's like it's like this whole tense, like kind of feeling that you get from watching it from that point of view. That um, I I personally enjoyed a lot more. Um, yeah, and actually, and one thing
0: I I do want to say to a, a good thing. <laughs> I don't I don't want to beat it up because you know it was great. The the thing that I loved about it was um the the thing that I thought was just so um novel or you know something that was new was that there was very there was a lack of dialogue so everything that um the the viewers were kind of left to their own devices to decide for themselves what they wanted to get out of what the characters were doing on the screen if that makes sense you know they didn't he didn't spell anything out he just kind of he just showed you visually you know what was going on which is why it's
1: a perfect tom hardy movie he doesn't have to say anything what are
0: you talking about? Tom Hardy has a great voice.
1: <laughs> I know he does, but look at it. Look at his other performances, Mad Max. You know, it's like it, it follows like that trend of him not talking. But it's, it's a joke. Well,
0: and, well, he, I, and I think the uh, the thing with Tom Hardy is he's really good at acting with his eyes. Yeah, you know, um, and well, yeah. you know he, he's a pilot, so he's got that thing on his face. So mm-hmm. you know he, he does a good job of uh, emoting with just his eyes. And you know he was doing that as Bane too. Yep. Um, but but anyway, yeah. No, I I, li- I kind of like that idea of um just kind of showing the audience exactly what you want to show them um uh, because I, I think there's like there's a trend in movies to do a lot of exposition
1: mm-hmm. you know narration kind of like this is ex- my story
0: trying to like oh this character is amazing because he does this and does that and it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of this expository stuff but yep. um here you can you can see what the characters are are doing and then you get to make those um you can make those claims yourself just by seeing what they do. So yeah, you yep. know, I I thought that was really cool, but but again, just this. I wish there was a little bit more of that that character stuff that you know it just didn't have. Hmm. Uh, but the, but that that that's my thing. You know. <clears throat> um, did you want to add anything else on? Uh,
1: no, uh, go uh, watch it. it. It's it's well worth your time. It's only an hour and a half. Realistically, only an hour and a half because you minus the the what's it called the the trailers. So I oh, guess even, yeah. So it's going to be an hour forty five worth of your time, and it's worth every single minute. It it's a great movie. You should all go watch it. Um,
0: yeah, and yeah.
1: Th- th- it's best experience in the big screen.
0: Yeah, oh, and, tr- and try to try to watch it on IMAX too. Yeah, I I think that's the best way to watch it because the the sound is a, a big part of. So, especially
1: the way that they use the music to kind of soundtrack. push the story. Oh, so good. Right. Was Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer did? Yeah, it was Hans Zimmer. So and good. Hans
0: Zimmer likes to do this um he likes to do these interesting things with with the way that he develops these scores. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to give it away or not. I hope it doesn't. If you're scared then just pass a couple minutes or or something like that, but he um he used um, chris nolan's um stopwatch or like a a, to design the score around so there's this constant like ticking that's going through this movie and like whenever you hear ticking in a movie there's just this feeling you just feel nervous like something's gonna go off but it's like that that thing was there for like most of the movie and you're just like just so nervous the entire time (laughs) but um yeah i I thought that was genius and it was definitely like um that in and of itself was like a character in the movie, the, oh, the, yeah. the soundtrack itself. Oh, yeah. uh, but but anyway, yeah, Dunkirk, it, it was great. Uh, but I think it was... Next level. Uh, yeah. He's just too much of a genius, you know. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to something like um, War for the Planet of the Apes, I that um, to me felt like a much more conventional movie. And uh, it was it was um, and in, like stark contrast to Dunkirk's like real hyper realism and taking a event for what it is. Planet of the Apes is uh, well, first of all, it's a fantasy, but it's also really uh, mythological, and it's it's playing off of a lot of older movies. So it's kind of yeah, um, you know, it's doing a lot of because it, it kind of reminds you of a lot of um, the you know like the biblical movies, and there's there's a lot of stuff from like Apocalypse Now. Yep, yep. Um or even the the previous Planet of the Apes movies um and this one is it, it's it's heavily uh heavily uh character focused and uh and also and, and this has been a thing since the the first one Rise of the Planet of the Apes is just the the performances of of the you know Andy Serkis and and in this yep. one um yep uh oh, i forgot i forgot all their names <laughs> but yeah all the all the people who who played the the apes in the movie they they did such a good job at, at emoting um and uh you know it's just so crazy that like i felt like human emotions for these apes and the fact that the, this movie was able to make me feel that way uh Mm-hmm. It, like in a way like i i felt like i was one of the apes you know it it's it, <laughs> it, it strong together oh yeah like it took me to that place <laughs> like for a couple hours I, I I was one of them and uh when any movie allows me to feel like that i was like oh man that's like like that's why i like to to, to watch movies for me it's it's that like kind of uh escapism thing
1: mm-hmm. get to go
0: into a different world get to yeah. um you get to be this character and, yep. and you like, relate to them on the screen um so, oh man it was it was crazy my my favorite character in that movie was bad ape um <laughs> i thought I thought he was such a good character
1: he was um,
0: bad ape.
1: <laughs> that's what they called me,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh. man. Um, so it's such he's such a tragic, but he's also funny too. Just because I know, you know the way he is. Uh, don't want to give anything anything away. I, he he was in the trailer, so you can you know um, look at some clips uh, of him on that. But when I went to see the movie, I, I actually didn't know anything about it, so I was watching it pretty. Um, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, and um, you know I did see the previous movie, so there's a little bit of that. But I don't know. I was I was blown away by. By the whole thing, the 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 story, the the characters, the performances. Um, I thought the music was great too. I mean, I think I think this is my favorite trilogy, next to the Dark Knight trilogy, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: Not Lord of the Rings, not 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 Star Wars. Yeah, I, this
0: is something about um, something about just that the concept of of. Uh, of these Mm -hmm. (laughs) extra advanced apes and then using them as an allegory to explore these themes of like racism or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, something like that. I don't know. I I just, I I like that this movie made me uh, think about things and it made me feel certain ways, um, and address certain issues that would be hard to tackle if it was, if you tried to tackle them head on. But this movie, you know, since you're using the apes as a metaphor, it allows you to explore a little deeper, you know, um, how you actually f- uh, feel about certain things. Um,
1: but what, what I appreciate yeah, about this trilogy so is good. is how how different all of them were, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like they, they, they could have just been one-to-one sequels, you know? But they let time pass, you know, they let things change and they made the story so different and dynamic that it's almost like a new franchise every single time you watch it, um, you know, because it's no longer just James Franco and a monkey, you know, then it turns to, oh, monkeys fighting humans and then, oh, monkeys trying to, you know, or monkeys versus monkeys and then now it's monkeys versus humans, so. I, I found the, the, the progression of the story, especially the trilogy to be really you know interesting and dynamic. so I, I, I really enjoyed it. you know at first I said to myself that I never would have watched any of the Planet of the Apes simply because I have a phobia against sentient monkeys. <laughs> they kind of creep me out in a, in a weird way same like clowns do. but after watching it, man, you're just rooting for the monkeys the whole time. It's weird. It's weird. You're like Caesar's a good man. He deserves everything. You know. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I fell. I fell in love with that movie, War of the Planet yeah. of the Apes. That that I, I and uh, I I went back and watched the other ones. So so Same. I saw the I saw those two uh, this past week too. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 so good. I I really like um, this journey that they they showed of Caesar. You know, you see him when he's like a little kid, and then you see you know up to this newest movie and you know how he um you know evolved from from that to to where he is by the end of of this newest uh movie and um they 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 turned it they you know turned him into a legend like this uh, mythical you know kind of creature if there was if there's ever going to be if the apes are ever going to write a bible then he's going to be in it you know caesar's going to be you know like the ape moses (laughs) yeah And there are a lot of um, um, similarities there. I think, I think they were planning on doing that kind of stuff since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I loved it. I, I, I thought it was so good. Just like e- e- each of the movies, the first, second, and third, they all, they all made me cry in, in one scene <laughs> or another.
1: That, and, the first and second one didn't, but the third one brought me to tears. Like, I didn't are cry. You kidding? I'm going to be a man. I didn't cry. Well, I never watched those in theaters, the first and second one.
0: It takes a I, real man to cry. I'll, i know i'm not well, quite so, there
1: yet phil i'm not there so yet
0: the, the thing the thing that got me in the first one in rise of the planet of the apes uh-huh. was the was the moment where you see caesar he goes into the uh, to the forest for the first time he starts you know running around having good time and uh you know it's a it's a really cool moment and then uh once they're about to leave they run into a family with a pet dog on a leash and then um you know um he uh, Caesar gets put back on the leash, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets put in the car, and then he has this kind of like somber look on his face, and mm. he, you know, something's wrong. And then, um, you know, the guy's asking, I forgot, I forgot his name. <laughs> you know, the guy, Green Goblin. What's it? What's that actor? James name? It's James Franco. James Franco. How do I forget his name? Yeah, <laughs> I, James, James like, I, like I know. You just <laughs> just said it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he, he asks, like, you know, what's wrong, Caesar? And then he and then he does his sign gesture. and He's like, Yeah, am, am I a pet? And yep. then just just him asking that just and you know it was a subtle scene but there was something about that I was like oh my gosh like it it brought it it brought something out of me I was like this is such a crazy movie making you you know uh, wonder about what that would be like you know right. for a creature like Caesar to to be feeling that I don't know it it totally it it hit me in this really uh, visceral way that and also when he's like. Banging on the uh, the glass door as as it shuts when he's in that facility. Oh goodness! And then James Franco's character leaves him there. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah. His
0: performance, I was like, oh my gosh! Like you could just <laughs> you just you just feel what Caesar's feeling. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And they they do uh,
1: that throughout the entire trilogy though, which is amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's always moments like that in each of the mm-hmm. each of the movies, and it's it's just so intense.
1: Like I, I would I would give a perfect example, but I'm not going to spoil it because people need to watch this movie. Oh, the newest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of lot of stuff, lot of stuff. I'll, I'll just say, you know, that moment in the caves. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, like that moment, like just everything. You could feel all the emotions. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, that was definitely one of the moments that almost got me to cry.
0: <laughs> so good. I just I just let it I just let it out. Just let it out.
1: <laughs> you just let it out. I gotta yeah. learn from you, Phil. I gotta learn to do that. All these emotions just bottled up.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll destroy yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah, but I, I'm really looking forward because Matt Reeves, you know, he's the guy who who's directing it. And he's gonna be the one doing the, the the new Batman movie. So I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah.
0: I'm so I'm so ready to see his take on Batman. Um,
1: it's gonna be interesting. Ben Affleck said that he's he's upping it, didn't he?
0: Yeah, there were some rumors going around that he like he didn't want to be Batman anymore, yeah, or, the, yeah. The, 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 or the something
1: studio. fell through um, in contracts or something or like,
0: like that. He, yeah, like he wasn't gonna do it. No, but no, he's gonna be Batman. You know, and he
1: said, who wouldn't want to be Batman? <laughs>
0: Right yeah it's it's uh and he's he's arguably one of the best ones uh um I I still like Christian Bale a little bit more <laughs> just cuz I I just love those movies so much um uh, but but you know I'm really excited to see uh where they take it and the thing with uh Matt Reeves I I was because of, because I love this movie so much the you know these eight ape movies I've been listening to a lot of his um a lot of podcasts he's been on or Um, You know, any kind of interviews and his his um, film philosophy, I guess, is uh, trying to allow the audience uh, put be able to for them to put themselves in the position of the whoever the the character is being portrayed on screen. Yeah. And and, um, I, I totally get vibes from that. Uh, from how he did the how he handled the Caesar character, you know mm-hmm. he he's an ape, but but somehow you're able to identify with him, yeah, and, and relate to him. And if he can do that with Batman, <laughs> allow me to feel like like what it is to be Batman. Oh my gosh! I mean,
1: <laughs> everything you knew and read all these years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I can't wait to see what he com, comes up with. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be amazing. The things that I've been hearing is that it's gonna be. Uh, uh, focus more on his detective aspects which is something oh, I that, like that something that Batman fans have been asking I like that. For a long time yeah, yeah. and it's gonna be like a noir type thing going on. Um and so it's probably gonna be a while while until we we see this this Batman movie, but I'm I'm so psyched. I think it's gonna be oh I think going be so good.
1: I, I really like the idea that you know if, if they go this route that they're gonna focus on the detective aspect. Just because I think that's that's kind of the underplayed value of 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 Batman, especially like for those of us who watch like Justice League and everything. you know there there are certain episodes that kind of show that, but you know is is never the forefront of Batman's character. So i like I like that,
0: yeah, which is really strange because um, I would say most of the Batman comic books are are centered around him trying to solve a case and Hence just the name
1: detective comics
0: yeah and and just him being tormented by not being able to like figure it out which is <laughs> funny because he's the world's greatest detective but he's, he's always <laughs> struggling yeah <you know? laughs> um but like that that's what i um those are the kind of stories that i really really uh enjoy though mm-hmm. for batman where he's like on a case And then he's trying to look for something, and then it reminds him of his past mistakes and stuff. Like, oh, man, can't wait to see (laughs) what Matt Reeves comes up with. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, in the past, there were ideas of of Deathstroke being the uh, the main villain, but I think they're mm-hmm. not going to go through with that. I think they're they're just starting from scratch, so uh, you know. It looks like it. Nobody knows what's what's going to go on, but after seeing seeing this 8 movie, man, <laughs> I I'm I'm all in. I'm I'm so I'm I'm a Matt Reeves fan for sure. Yeah, well, yep, definitely.
1: I'm going to go Good. back
0: and watch all his movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's going to take a while, man.
0: Well, no, he he hasn't been uh he's a relatively new director.
1: That's true, but like Planet, uh, yeah. oh, how many of the Planet of the Apes did direct all three? Right? Well,
0: no, no. Um, so, someone else directed the first one. He he came That's into right. the franchise at the second one, That's and right. then he you know he did this third one. Uh, I know that he did um, Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know what else he's done, unfortunately. But he's going to do Batman, <laughs> and I hope he does all three. You know, because I think stay he, consistent. I think he's a super talented guy. Um. And if there's anyone that I would entrust the Batman franchise to, that's not Chris Nolan, it would definitely be.
1: That's man. some high praise coming from you, my friend. That's yeah, man. Praise. No, I, I'm a big fan.
0: I, I think, <laughs> you know,
1: I think he's got the stuff. I think he's there got you go. Stuff. There you go. Yeah, but um, so did you see the new Justice League trailer? Oh yeah, yeah. It looking looks for, so good. <laughs> looking forward to that. Looking forward like they're to showing that. The, they're all they're doing is showing the same scenes over and over again that we've seen in all the other trailers, but they're it kind of giving does. us like a split second more compared to what they used to give us. So <laughs> I'm glad they're doing that, you know. Yeah, me too. Uh, it looks really good, man. I, I you know, I hate to be hyped for DC movies, but I kind of have no choice at the matter right now.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I I get the feeling that there's going to be stuff in there that that we're not expecting, or or yeah. that they're not letting. I I think. Well, my hope is that they've learned their their mistake, and they're not going to just show everything in the trailer, um, like they did with Batman v Superman. <laughs> but uh, but we'll see, we'll see. We will have to see because uh, no. I
1: I I'm, like I said the, the the cast looks good the. The the premise at least looks decent from what I could see, and they haven't spoiled too much in the trailers. Unlike you know Batman maybe Superman or some other DC movies, so it looks like it looks like it's gonna be pretty interesting. And I, I don't want to watch anything beyond what I saw in the trailers because I'm afraid that they might show a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, maybe they, they might like
0: a week before this movie comes out. Yeah, so you know, I think I'm... I think
1: I'm done with trailers on that movie.
0: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping mm-hmm. for the best. I think the, um, I I really do think that the future of these movies kind of rests on the success of of, of this one. Yeah. Um. Definitely. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm I've got my hopes up high. But the the other thing is, I I was talking to some friends and they're like, oh man, aren't you worried or something? I was like, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be worried either.
0: No, good. well, the main thing for me is, you know, people had problems with Batman v Superman, but I didn't. I, I loved it. So I, I'm, I don't have any concerns as far as my opinions are concerned. But, uh, you know, yeah, but, but I, I do hope that, that it's like a, a, a larger, that it reaches a larger audience than just me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. a hope. But, you know, they got heavy competition, man. Yeah, Thor. Thor Thor Ragnarok is looking really good. Yeah,
0: and it's coming out like basically the same time. I I, one comes out before the other, but yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough road.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about Thor because I don't know much about it. But it, it, like I said, it's just looking really good, and it looks like Bruce Banner is going to play a pretty large role in this movie rather than Hulk. We'll have to see. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, there's another trailer that came out where Bruce Banner is actually interacting with Thor. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't see this. Okay. So, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Oh, that's kind of a letdown. I, I wanted Hulk
0: to be, you know,
1: the, just the, the, the just main. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, but, yeah, yeah, we'll see. the The thing is, is now that you know Marvel's starting to push up, and you're getting things like Deadpool's twos c- coming out and stuff like that. You know, I'm not, you know, people are worried for the DC franchise. I'm not, I don't think I'm that worried. I think that they're going to do more than, them well enough for themselves.
0: Um, Yeah, that's, that's the hope. But, you know, Marvel is just killing it. Well, they've been killing it for for years. So, you know, DC does have to catch up a little bit. I don't, I'm not worried at all for Batman. I think Batman's just, you know, Batman's just Batman. He, there, there's always going to (laughs) be Batman and, uh, you know, I'll never have to worry about that, but. Uh, and Wonder Woman you don't have to worry about her she's she's yep. super she's doing really well um he, my hope is that Superman you know gets the attention and and respect that that he deserves um that that's my hope for DC i think once that happens then you know they're they're going to soar they're going to do really yep. well
1: my guess um, is that with superman i think pe- a lot of people cuz i'm one of them i think a lot of people overlooked superman when he came out
0: man of steel
1: I, that, that's how that's how I feel because I, I you know I didn't give him the light of day, which I probably should have.
0: You mean in, just like as a character in general?
1: Oh, no, not not because Superman, Superman, right? But I, I think that like I read read the negativity, you know, some of the reviews and how it was mediocre. It wasn't like great or amazing, and I got caught up in the hype of the other movies that were out there at the time. So I don't know. I feel like I overlooked Superman. <laughs> it's not so much that he was a uh, you know portrayed poorly. I think I just overlooked him.
0: Oh man, I loved Man of Steel. I thought I thought it was good, um, but but it it was a it was a dark um, take on the character, and I feel like that's not what, you know, it's it's a, it's a, uh, the way that I look at Man of Steel. It's a it's a kind of Superman movie that a lot of Batman fans would enjoy, and so so I liked it, but um based on what i can tell it seems like superman fans don't like it too much but but you know my hope is that the when superman shows up in this justice league movie which you know he's, he's definitely gonna show up my hope is that <laughs> he's the version of superman that you know all the all those fans are, are were looking for mm-hmm. um but yeah anyways it, it's it's looking good um and i and i saw spider-man too uh oh you did yeah did you yeah think? i yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I I, I liked it a lot, um, but it, there was something, uh, weird about that movie where I I wanted to like it more, <laughs> but for some reason I I just liked it, but I didn't I didn't love it necessarily. Huh. um, my, my, I I take it you you really liked it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, the and uh, like the concerns I have, they're not even big concerns. Like the the okay. one thing the one thing for me is that well they essentially replaced uh uncle ben with uh tony stark yeah in terms of his like the you know his motivation which which makes sense because I, I think what they're going i think they're they're trying to make spider-man be like the next iron man you know mm-hmm. in these movies that's what it you know that's the vibe i'm getting mm-hmm. and in considering spider-man in the comics he's like a you know like a wealthy wealthy guy right he's sort of like tony stark anyway yeah in the comics so maybe they're building up to that um but, you know, originally Spider-Man, he's, um, his motivation was out of this, you know, sense of like morality that was placed on him by his uncle that, he, you know, that mm-hmm. helped raise him up. But now it's, it's more of like he wants to um, prove himself that he's he can be a hero to an already established hero, Iron Man. And yeah. um, he's the one who provided him a suit. So like the suit became a big part of it. Whereas you know, usually it's just about his um, just power, like how to deal with the power. Mm-hmm. You know, the suit w- was originally just to conceal his identity. You know, yep. it didn't have all those capabilities. All that said, I I see what they're doing, and I I think it's I think it makes a lot of sense with all the other movies are are going on, but um, it's not 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 necessarily like, my my head version of Spider-Man, if that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I, I, th- I
1: thought... <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And, I, and I, that's why I kind of appreciated it more, because it kind of what? skipped past the Uncle Ben thing. Because it, it seems like, at this point, he's kind of accepted, you know, the, the, the cards that were dealt to him, you know? So he's not so much focused on Uncle Ben anymore, while it does come up throughout the movie, you know, a little bit, you know, towards the end. But it, it's not his main focus anymore you know he's able to move on and that's what i really appreciated about this is that they progress spider-man rather than leave you know re- returning the cycle you know <laughs> yeah i think the audience is sick of of uncle ben yeah um, the same guy gets shot like you know every single time so yeah no but <laughs> but but, but I, I like like to me uh well this is just
0: this is how i feel i think uncle ben is as important to as spider-man as, you know, Batman's parents are to him. Or,
1: oh, yeah. or but like, it's not like they, they didn't imply that at all.
0: Yeah, but they didn't even mention him by name. Like, not even mm-hmm. once. That's
1: <laughs> true. That and, is true.
0: Like, you know, because I like the idea that his um, sense of morality, his sense of, like, what it means to be a good man, mm-hmm. I like that that comes from um, Uncle Ben, you know? Yeah. I like that. And, you know, he's the one who, who took him in because, you know, he was an orphan, but, you know... His uncle was the one who raised him up, and then because of his foolishness, because of his lack of responsibility, he died. You know, yeah. I because you know I th- that's the part of uh, Spider-Man that I really um, enjoyed as a kid. I just like that aspect of it, but um, they kind of implemented something like that in, in this mm-hmm. new one, where it's kind of like if you if you can't be Spider-Man without the suit, then you shouldn't have it at all. Like that was like kind of like the the mm-hmm. lesson, but I was like ah. To me, that's not that's not as um, gripping as the, the original one, you know. But
1: you know, I, I think at this point in time, it's assumed. Yeah, because you know? no, in in that. Captain America: Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, yeah. It, it basically he basically talks about Uncle Ben. He does, yeah. You know, he, he basically talks about him. So I guess at this point, we can, I think the the I think the direction the director was trying to go is that you can just assume. Up to this point, that Peter knows the lesson that he learned from Uncle Ben.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was a different. It was a different angle for his uh, journey to becoming mm-hmm. the superhero Spider-Man. Yeah. So uh, on on that level, I thought it was. I thought it was good.
1: How'd you like? how you like the characters?
0: Oh, it was great. You know, I thought I thought Michael Keaton as uh, mm-hmm. Vulture was was awesome
1: masterpiece.
0: You know, he, I think he's probably one of the best villains next to Loki in the Marvel universe.
1: I agree, one hundred percent. I would never expect that out of the vulture, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the the scene where they're in the car, I thought that, yes. was, done, that was done so well. I love that.
1: Uh huh. um No spoilers though. That was so, done in the spoiler cast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you already talked about this movie, so it, it, it's but we need know. to hear your opinions, man. I need what? to hear your opinions. That, I mean, I you know, outside of the whole Uncle Ben thing, which, you know, I've been talking about this with my friends. you are like, dude, man, <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to see Uncle Ben. But I don't know, just for me, that was a, you know, it hit a, it hit a soft spot for me. Okay. It, those, uh, you know, for me, superheroes and their relationships to their parents was, it, that was always like a thing uh, for me, reading comics and watching the animated stuff. Yeah. Um, that was always their point of motivation, you know, whether something bad happened to their parents or you know it was in in memory of them or or something like that um so yeah it was just a little odd to me that like peter seemed too quick to jump on tony stark to be his mentor figure Hmm. uh when it should have been when it should have been uncle ben (laughs) that's that's kind of but within the context of, of what's going on in the in the marvel universe and how they're trying to expand it and play Spider-Man in this, you know, in the new line of movies after the original Avengers kind of phase out, like, it, it, all, it all makes sense, you know? And it's probably, it was probably for the best that they they didn't go with uh, what we've all basically already seen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, outside of that, like, I love the, the whole uh, high school angle of, of the movie and that he's believably a high schooler. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, like... <laughs> You know that scene in Spider-Man uh, 2 where he's on the train? This is like one of my favorite scenes in, in the movie where, you know, he gets unmasked and then they like lift him up. And yeah, they're like, yeah, 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 we got yeah. to defend it. And he's uh-huh. like, but then there's like one guy on the train. He's like, he's just a kid. So he's
1: like, <laughs> no, like he's like <laughs> no, he's not. He's like 35. No, he's not.
0: So now like with Tom Holland and Spider-Man, when they say a line like that, oh, he's just a kid. And he's like, yeah, he's just like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's believable. It's now.
1: believable. There you go.
0: Um like yeah I thought the cast was great. I, I think Tom Holland I think he's the best Peter Parker Spider-Man, you know, we've ever seen. And um I think his suit is awesome. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I feel about the AI thing. That's like that's like too new. <laughs> well, I mean, it it
1: you know, it was developed by Tony Stark, so it, it only makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah.
0: yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It's new for the character though. I is that how he, he is in the comics, do you know?
1: I don't know. Cuz I <laughs> I have real big issues with, you know, like I said, Peter Parker, Iron Monica. Man interactions right now, Monica. or at least in, from what I read, which turned me off of the the, the Spider-Man series, you know, the recent one. So, yeah, uh, I I wouldn't know. But I, I don't know. This is my, this is more convincing to me than whatever in the
0: comics. My thinking is that um Because I I feel like they are going to bring in the Miles Morales Spider-Man. That's probably
1: going to be like way later down down the road. I think after the end of the current universe or cinematic universe, like they said, you know, when it ends, I think that they're going to go for Miles Morales. um,
0: Yeah, whenever whenever that is, um, after twenty twenty two or something like that. I think I I might like that a little bit more. Yeah, that's just just the vibe that I get. Um, But but you know. I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. And, um, not much else to say beyond that. I guess (laughs)
1: that was a lot. (laughs) I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah, I guess that ends my spiel. You have anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh, Oh, did you see on Twitter what Ryan Reynolds posted?
0: No. Was it, uh, the cable thing?
1: It was the cable thing.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I did see the, the image of cable.
1: What do you think about it? Looks cool, yeah. I think Being as big, but then again, nobody could physically get as big as Cable
0: was portrayed
1: in the comics.
0: Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they someone looks like that, but um, really? but I yeah, no, of course, of course, someone could get that big. Um, but, but you wouldn't be able to rely on their acting ability and exactly. i think and I think, <laughs> like and I think josh brolin is gonna you know think he's gonna do he's gonna do great yeah so i trust in his acting ability uh enough to to and i think he looks like Cable. you know he doesn't have to be that big no. so i think i think he looks good uh, domino looks cool too you know yes. look forward to looking forward to her um so yeah i mean i think it's going to be good
1: yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to Deadpool too. Um, when is that? Is that next year? That's coming out. I don't know. <laughs> they haven't put a release date, right?
0: They might have. I I, I don't follow these things too closely. <laughs> I just watch them when they come. There
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I don't. I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else?
0: No, that's it. I think. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I don't think we have any questions because we've been gone for so long. But It's been uh, a while. Yeah. yeah, everybody who's listening, thank you for your patience. We're finally back, hopefully on a regular schedule. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to more podcasts coming out. Sounds good. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. All right. Have a great one, everybody.